Welcome to the South Road, boys. Oh, we have mental conditions. Fuck, it's not easy some days. I'm so glad people can't see what we do before we actually do this. Me too. Mm. Oh, fuck, you went and put the hat on. I should have put. My, yeah, I should have left mine on. No, the beanie was. Um, uh, the beanie covers ears, yes. and that way you don't hear as well. Mm. So I thought oh, I didn't want to just be without the hat because I've wearing a beanie all day. Yes, and no one needs beanie hair. Oh, it doesn't really bother me because yeah, you know, the old buzz cut. decreases the chances of you maybe getting a little bit close to me on the couch watching Battlestar Galactica later. Bet you it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you never know. Never know. Um, as but mind you, hat backwards, as I did say when I walked into your house this evening, mm-hmm. the nineties is back. Apparently, I said to my wife, I did. I pulled a shenanigans on my wife, so I was playing. So, sorry, you did a what with your wife? Pulled out some shenanigans. Oh right. So I thought you might have been calling something else a shenanigan. No, that's not code. Didn't pull a shenanigan. No, that's not in code. in front of your wife. No, right. It's Good. like a hammy. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Cool. Only a little bit higher. Fine. <laughs> We'll go with that. Um, so I was cleaning out some boxes uh, during the week, and I came across an article of clothing that I rocked throughout most of the 90s. And I thought, not only is this practical, but fuck, it's a good look. Your mum's underwear? Oh, there was that, but that wasn't what I was specifically referring okay, to. Okay, right. Sorry. Now, my wife has often rolled her eyes as probably the nicest way of putting it, at some of my fashion decisions. Like, it's never been a good thing. There was the time I was only going to be wearing Hawaiian shirts and had never been to Hawaii. Great period in your life. I it was. Mm. Um, and then there was the wrestling shirt phase. She didn't even know me during my metal years, where it was the bad <laughs> mullet and the tight jeans. It's a very small step, though, mm. from metal era to wrestling era. Well, no, see, I didn't do that. I made the jump from wrestling to rap. Oh, okay. Because that's when I did breakdancing. Oh, yeah. So I cut the mullet and left the rat's tail. You're all over the spectrum. Fuck, no, I am. Anyway, so I put this article of clothing on and my wife hadn't noticed until we were out and about with the family. And then she saw it and went, what are you doing? And I've gone, no, I'm bringing it back. And she's Uh. gone, no, you're not bringing it back. The article of clothing in question was the bum bag. Look, I do remember this of you. (laughs) To be honest, you're the only person that I would associate the bum bag with. Yes. I don't know of anyone else that actually wore one. Not necessarily. Or used one. Unless they're a tourist. And even then. Drug dealers? Yeah, maybe. It's a thing, though, you see the guys (laughs) at the gym wear it, but they wear it more as a, a shoulder sash. True. And I don't know why. I don't know how that makes it any cooler. Uh, trust me, it just does. Okay. Why is it called a bum bag, though? Because it actually goes in the front. Well, apparently. So why isn't it a penis pocket? A penis pocket? <laughs> <laughs> because what happens if you're a lady? I don't know of any women slash girls mm. that have used one. They have a purse. <laughs> Not or they even have a <laughs> I just. Mind you, in the States, they call them a fanny pack. They did, but it's still the same thing, though. I understand. Oh, actually, then again, if we use our termination of Fanny when I was a teenager, maybe it does belong on the front. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's explained. Fanny for Fanny. Mm. Um, anyway, so I, I've decided that I wanted to bring back the bum bag, um, and my wife has gone, no, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> like, you I can, like it there's no consultation. Yeah, you can no. bring it back as much as you want, as long as you're not within eyesight of me. Bring it back. back. Bring it back, bring it back to me. <laughs> so there you go. So that's what I've done at the moment. Hat backwards, rocking the bum bag. 
cool Look, I'm as liking it. a cucumber. Yep. Grab that freak flag and <laughs> let it fly, my brother. <laughs> let it fly. Let it fly. Let it fly. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, we can go into many things, but... <laughs> okay. If I went six in the morning, does that mean anything to you? Six in the morning. Six in the morning, police at my door, fresh out of desk, squeak across the bathroom floor, out of my back window, I make my escape. Don't even get a chance to grab a mixtape on my old school tape. <laughs> no, that doesn't mean anything to me at all. Ice tea? Ice tea does. Yeah. Wasn't really a big follower though. Yeah, that was his song. That okay. was one of his songs. Ice tea, and to be honest, that whole generational rap. Yeah. Era? Yes. It's something I know, mm. but don't really know. Is that because we're white and living in Tassie? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I bring up iced tea- I was listening to Rick Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to give you a stock ape. You were getting your stock Aikman and Waterman on. Was well, true, but the fact that Rick Ashley was on stage with- in Ultimate Coolness, Coolness with the Foo Fighters, yes. means that essentially, it's kind of cool to say, I listen to Rick Ashley. Is it? If Dave Grohl- could admit yes. that he likes it, yes. then I think the rest of us can too. I'm not sure whether or not Dave Grohl likes it or just thought, how fucking random is this? <laughs> In the middle of a Foo Fighters concert, let's bring up fucking Rick Ashley and Rick Roll. <laughs> Rick 30, Roll ourselves. Rick Roll 30,000 people. Yep. But mind you, it's a killer version of the song. It's strangely enough, it's still a good little pop song. Mm. Can you name... Um. Any other Rick Ashley songs? No, we've had this game yeah. before, though. And you did actually name another one at me. Yeah, yeah he did, did a and cover. When still don't I remember fall it. in love, it will be forever. It wasn't his song. Yeah. Anyway, the reason why I bring up Ice Tea is because today, June 10th, is Ice Tea Day. But not. As in, not, not him. As not in him, as in the beverage, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that would be a little bit too easy. Yeah, nice flip. Yeah, thanks very you much. You had a bit of gangster to the podcast. I know. You could have just put it like a, a little yeah, bit of yeah. a little bit of tea or latte or something, yeah. you know, like hot drink thing. But no. oh, no, it's not even a hot drink, it's cold drink. Because it's iced. So you've made it hot now. Haven't like I? Making ever. a gangster. It's like Bloods and Crips. Like, that's just <laughs> happening. <laughs> and we're also both here with caps backwards. Fuck, we're so cool. We are hip to the groove. It's just incredible. Probably shouldn't say hip to the groove. Um, what's been going on? Well, it's actually strange that you say hip to the groove. Of course it is. Right? <laughs> because, because I'm not 80? <laughs> no, but I was trying to come up with... I'll change that. I was researching. Mm. We love a bit of research. We do. I was researching um, old sayings. Mm. You know, because yes. you hear saying, I, I do it now, mm-hmm. uh, where I'll hear a saying, I'll even say a saying. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? It's so stupid. The saying or the origin of it? No, the saying itself. Okay. Because half the time, I don't think we even know the origin properly. No. I think the origin gets lost. And there's more than one way to skin a cat. There you go. Why would you want to skin a cat? Exactly. <laughs> Let alone need an alternate route. And, and why does that have to be the analogy that you use? But why do you need more than one way? I don't know. How many cats are you skinning that you have to change it up so just to keep it a interesting? A Rolling Stone gathers no moss. Who would ever use that? Well, it's why true. Why would you say it? Well, it's true. It is true, but why would you say it? Why? Well, okay. Uh, momentum is a good thing. That's that's what I get out of that. Okay. So if you're always <laughs> going forward, you won't get mossy. Didn't say forward, just momentum. Cool. Well, what's the matter with Ian Moss? Tucker's daughter. <laughs> Cold <laughs> chisel gathers moss. So if- Rolling Stone doesn't. Right, so if it's two different bands. Keith Rolling Richards Stones, won't ever chisel. get 
Ian Moss. Exactly. Ever. That's obviously where that comes from. That's exactly what it is. Right. So, so there's a picture of Keith Richards going, <laughs> what the fuck's that bloke from Cold Chisel doing? <laughs> so in my little search for finding out a few meanings for sayings that we use every day that we don't really understand why we use it as part of the general... Vernacular. Vernacular, yeah. Uh, I've come across a site Ooh. of... <laughs> You know, that kind of stuff. 25. Yes. Portuguese phrases that make no sense. Oh, I love it. So. Straight from Brazil or Portugal? Uh, Portugal. Yes. Uh, so these are an English version, of course. So we'll translate it. Benoit Troy is the only Portuguese I know. But, well, we don't. You, you won't need to know that. They've oh. been translated back to English. Okay. My bad. So what I want to do yes. is give you the, the saying oh, and see if you can tell me what it is. I what love it refers that. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, number one, mm. go with the pigs. Go with the pigs. Go, oh, that's a, it's an insult. What? Jeez, we've got something against pigs. Go with the pigs, as in, wow. like, how do you know? Go on, fucking the the yeah. Go with the pigs. It's an and insult. It, okay. Um, the meaning of, it's to pass away or to die. Oh, go with the pigs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit fucking harsh. I mean, I love bacon, but you know. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, flee behind the ear. A flea behind the ear? Uh, you, someone's annoying. Like a flea behind the ear, you keep fucking Oh, at that's it. not bad. Yeah. Actually, no, I'll give you that one. Okay, it's good. It's to look or feel suspicious. Oh, and suspicious. So that, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's good. There. I love that. Very well played. Thank you very much. Uh, to burn the eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> that's some sort of Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> that's some sort of torture technique, to burn the eyelashes. To burn the eyelashes. No, that means. no, uh, dust in your eyes. I don't know. Th- this actually makes sense. Huh? To read a lot, to burn the eyelashes. Fair enough. Okay, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, you... here we go. I mean, think of some of the sayings that we say. True. Yeah. Uh, nah, that's a stupid one. That that doesn't even make any sense. Uh, wake up with the feet outside. Oh, it's it's camping, and it means you're too tall, <laughs> and your feet to get the tent. <laughs> Nothing. Being a bit more literal than what you needed to be there. Okay, feet outside. I don't know. Uh, wake up in a bad mood. I'll be grumpy. Okay. Wake up with the feet outside. Yeah, if you were camping and you woke up with your feet outside <laughs> and they were cold, you'd be pissed off. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, what else have we got here? Uh, many years turning chickens. Many years. <laughs> turning chickens. Turning chickens. Yep. Now, there's a couple of places I go with that one. It could be like wood turning <laughs> on the lathe. Okay, right. Um, yep. Turning chickens. You work in a – you've only got one heat source. You work in a chicken <laughs> farm and you're rotating the eggs so they incubate properly. Wow. Once again, you go, I'm very literal. Okay. Uh, someone who has a lot of experience. <laughs> so, for instance, maybe if you were someone that hadn't had the sex yet. Yes. And you wanted to find someone who – had had the sex, so you you'd get a find a chicken turner. You want someone who's had many years turning chickens. Imagine that. So you, you want someone that works in poultry. Imagine that. <laughs> G'day, mate. <laughs> you turn chickens? <laughs> I do. You do. All right. Why? Why, why is it, mate? Well, because why, should it be a gay love? <laughs> because that some women don't like that, Troy. Don't be called love or doll. Oh, it's better than calling a mate. Well, I, I, I think if you if you initially call a woman mate, yep. They're probably not thinking you're going for mating. <laughs> That's true. Okay, fair enough. All yeah, right. What a conundrum that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, have little monkeys in the head. There's a lot of animal crazy. stuff going on here. Just crazy. 
Uh, yeah, to be um, reason to be suspicious or distrusting. Mm. Monkeys in the head. Got monkeys in the head. Makes sense. I know crazy in the coconut. That's oh, Here's another one, though. Um, go comb monkeys. Go comb, comb monkeys, as in like a brush comb. Oh, go comb monkeys. Just piss off. Yeah, tell someone to get lost or drop dead. Fuck off. Go, go comb, comb monkeys. monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna like to see if I one. can use that. Go comb monkeys. Swallow monkey frogs. Gamer. Uh, it means <laughs> There's a lot of animal stuff and everything going on. That's crazy. I realised just before anyone goes, oh, frogs aren't an animal. I know that. I just mean as in like creatures and shit. Don't get fucking- Why are they not an animal? Don't get sassy, listeners. I know they're an amphibian, but wouldn't they be classified under the animal category? I don't think so, are they? I'd classify an insect as an animal. Really? Would you, you call not? a mosquito an animal. You call it an insect. Well, it's not human. It's not human. It's living. Why are humans animals? We are. Exactly. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So let's... Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> that what... conversation just turned around to nothing. Swallow frogs. Swallow frogs. Yeah. Um, oh, These are actually quite good. I frog like Frog in the throat. Cross his legs. No, to do something you don't want to do. Go swallow frogs. frogs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to They kind of make sense. But mind you, au revoir, bonjour, ça va, to our French listeners. <laughs> Who don't mind swallowing a frog? <sighs> oh. Oh. Come oh. on. No. No. Oh. I didn't mean that. That's yeah, I'll tell you balls. what. No. Come I'm not going to explain to anyone who doesn't understand how I took that or how they took it. Um, and, Rodies, if, the- you're, if you're laughing, Rodies, you've only got yourself to blame. Sick, eh? Perfect. Take the horse from the rain. Take the horse. Now, rain as in weather. Oh. Not, not as in like. Oh, just go rain. inside. Just get warm, get cozy. Uh, so don't hold your breath. Do your breath. Don't count on it. Don't count on it. Take the horse in the rain. <laughs> don't know about that one. I'm not sure. So here's the problem. Here is here's the rub. You're right about translation, aren't you? I I really truly am because Portuguese is not other than Brazil and Portugal. Not a lot of people speak it, and I'm not sure whether or not Google tra- have you Google translated. No, no, no. This is a website that's actually done the. It's an article. Www. So it should be reasonably well this, done. This is a stitchup.com? No. No, okay. no, that's actually, it's a proper, serious, I'm not, I legit can't, website. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my life in that translation. Right, well, here, how about this one then? Water in the beard. Water, ooh, fuck, you'd know about this. Water in the beard. Just give it a little bit of a beard, Pat, while you're Yeah, you water, in, got beard. water in the beard. Water you're, in the beard. Eat soup badly. Mm. I don't know. Something that requires a lot of work. Water in the beard. Gee, that's a lot of water in the beard. Oh, sweat in your brow. Water in a the beard. There you go. So it's a similar thing. Yeah. Uh, bread, bread, cheese, cheese. Oh, easy peasy. <laughs> Goes together like bread, bread, and cheese, cheese. That, that's good. Yeah. But it's actually, it is what it is. It's calling a spade a spade. Sometime, bread, bread, cheese, cheese. And sometimes you do have to call a spade a shovel. You do. <laughs> <sighs> Under the shade of a banana tree. Oh, under the shade of any tree, really. Just relax. Exactly. No worries. Come the fuck You're down. You're good at this game. This it's all is good. great. Uh, it's all bread, bread, cheese, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> a head of dry garlic. Oh, oh shriveled. Oh, rotten. You're not going to get this one. No. It's to be distracted. A head of dry garlic. Fair enough. I understand. Uh, I'm not going to go to that one. That's point. Um <laughs> You're here to eat. Uh, you hungry? No. If you don't You're behave, I'll slap you. <laughs> <laughs> you here to eat? You here to eat? Not here for a haircut, though. Oh, Jesus. Um, well, they, what about that one? Not here for a haircut. Not here for a haircut. True. Yeah, not here to fuck spiders. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you're letting water in. Close the door. No, you're making a fool of yourself. Oh. 
Oh, that's that's got to do with Dutch boys and dykes. Yeah, and we'll go to the last one because uh, oh, then again, maybe. No, no, no. We're going to go two more. Okay, good. Second last, only because it's animals again. <laughs> monkeys are biting me. There's a monkey thing. Monkeys in Portuguese bite- sayings. What I would like to know before we talk about monkeys are biting me. Yeah. Okay. Are monkeys native to Portugal? <sighs> they would be Brazil. Sh- like Brazilian rainforest, I kind of there's associate a lot of, with that. There's a lot of monkey banter. I mean, there must be. Monkey business. Monkey business. There's, mm. a, there's one for you. So, hit me with it again. Monkeys are biting me. Monkeys are... I'm being annoyed. It's a bit of a reverse. Not to be intrigued or surprised. Oh. Monkeys are biting me. Oh, fuck. Monkeys are biting me. Fucking hell. And here we go. This one, only because I haven't read this one. Yep. I'm going to make this one the last one. Okay. <laughs> this is spectacular. Oh, good. This, if it wasn't so long, would nearly be an episode title. Oh, shit. God gives nuts to those who don't have teeth. (laughs) God gives nuts to those who don't have teeth. Yeah. Oh, a pox on your family. I don't know. That's uh, what a waste. Oh. An opportunity that isn't seized. God gives nuts to those who don't have teeth. Wouldn't it be easy to say what a waste? (laughs) Maybe, but... Imagine one of your mates, he bloody had an opportunity, right? Yep. And just stuffed up. He'd be like, oh, God gives nuts to those who don't have teeth. <laughs> I say that all the time. I'm going to start. <laughs> all the time. That's um, that's those crazy Portuguese. I, yeah. one, am amused at why you're looking up Portuguese phrases and sayings. Well, but it I'm just glad happened to turn up. Yeah. I'm glad you did. God does give nuts to, to those, those who don't have teeth. teeth. Just... I, Please, I hope everyone remembers that. Yeah, to mm. those. It'd be a waste if you didn't. <laughs> it would like be God giving nuts to those who don't have teeth. It'd be a waste. Uh, Missed opportunity. Imagine if you gave nuts, or sorry, teeth, <laughs> to those who don't have nuts. Oh. Well, that'd be a waste. Well, do, well, they might need them. Imagine that. Yeah, but what if you never get the nuts? Mm, fair enough. Well, you just suck the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, calling someone, oh, you nutsucker. (laughs) (laughs) Monkey nutsucker? Monkey nutsucker. Because I think you've got to try and put the word monkey in there wherever you can. Monkey definitely fits. (laughs) (laughs) Monkey wants to play. (laughs) Go and and comb some monkeys, you nutsucker. (laughs) 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 That's a new Brazilian saying. So I hope everyone's learnt something out of that. Mm. That's very exciting. Now. Portuguese sayings translated to English, which mean no sense. Point of... Order. Okay. I went. Is that another saying? Point of order? Point of order. No, I I take that from various episodes of LA Law, which if you don't watch it because you didn't live in the 90s. Point uh, of order, Your Honour? Yeah, Your Honour. I I went to a party. Oh. At at someone's house. It wasn't a, you know. A party. A party. Now. Did you go dressed like you are now? No. Bum bag, hat backwards? No, I even put pants on. Wow. Things now, things are looking up. So anyway, we went to this party. Now, this is the first party I have been to in a decade that hasn't had fairy bread and or children running around. <laughs> yeah, okay. This was a grown-up party, no kids. Normally the ones that I go to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the one where you rock up and people are doing shots on arrival. Okay. Like, you know, that's the, that's the, the, the mood has been set. Now, not this isn't like when you turn up to school in the states. No, no, not those sort of shots. <laughs> that shouldn't even be funny. It's not. No, it's and not. no one here laughed. No. But 
a couple of the roadies were there. And okay. I... Love a party with roadies. You do love a party yep. with roadies. I copped it a little bit. And I've had to defend us. Okay. Defend you. Right. And specifically defend this podcast. Wow. Good. So I'm hoping that you're on my side, because otherwise this could be the last episode. We are only counting, because obviously we, we say we are the most, well, we want to be the most famous people from South Road. No doubt. No question about it. And I still question the fact that someone else could possibly be more famous. Like, I know there's maybe one person out there, mm. ex-footballer. Yep. Russell Robertson. Well, what I'm thinking is we need to clarify where that is. I'm thinking from number one to 38 South Road, that's where we come from. <laughs> right. Because as soon as we start including the rest of even that street, we end up with mum. She's pretty famous. Uh, yeah. Well, you walk down the street with my mum, fucking everyone talks to her. And I'll tell you what, your mum disappointed mm. me this week. Did she? She got a little bit sweary on Facebook. She does, doesn't she? She got real sweary. <laughs> she dropped the F-bomb on Facebook, Jay. Doesn't surprise me. And I had to bring it back in the line. <laughs> so language, Penny. Language. language. Fucking language. I was distraught. <laughs> anyway, so we've got Russell. We've got mum. I think Con Kramer's even pipes up with, you know, winning the third division bowls. Has he got a website, though? Probably not. Yeah. Anyway. Count. So we're from West South Road. Mm, so line in the sand. Right. We are only talking about South Road in the postcode 7316. Yep. Not fucking Olverston. Not Olverston. No, 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 no. no not because Olverston. I had two people, one roadie and another soon-to-be roadie, obviously, both from South Road 7315, who are obviously more famous than us. It just doesn't count. One represented a state, and I think it's number third rodeo women's champion or something. Uh, rodeo, rodeo, Who tomato, cares? tomato. I mean, South Road or fucking South Road Penguin. Exactly. Now, I, and the reason why I, I think I've got them across the line is because there's probably a South Road in Devonport. That's not included. South Road uh, is a, a popular street name. Exactly. Or so, road name. Or road name, <laughs> exactly. So we are counting it the very first stretch of South Road before you turn right from Ironcliffe Road. <laughs> getting technical. That one stretch. That's what we're talking about. No one else. That's it. Line in the sand. Fuck off, Paul. You can't be included <laughs> well, well. <laughs> because otherwise we just end up going so far down the list. <laughs> Of uh, yeah, look, no, we're just talking penguin. Yeah, because we, we talk about the fact that we're penguin boys. Penguin represent, you know, and everyone knows waddle, waddle. Alverson's the other side of the fence. It just is. You don't mingle with that. No, you don't mess with it because South Road in Alverson's like West Alverson. Oh, South Road in Alverson. Mm-hmm. You don't walk down there without a shotgun. Bang! You don't walk down there without a Terminator. <laughs> you want Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> He's got your back, <laughs> and right he there. will be. Fuck. Now, but with that party, it was quite funny. Um, they were they were playing music uh, on a television or through a stereo system, and they were using an Apple TV. Right. Now, so you made it sound really daggy, but now it's a bit techy. Oh, it does sound a little bit techy. Mm. And all it was, there was no film clips. It was just go to YouTube, type in best of the eighties or whatever, play. And the media, the multimedia device that was powering this was the Apple TV. Oh, technology. I know. Love it. Somehow, through the first hour, 
of the evening. Now, remember, people are doing shots on arrival. So their ability to manage simple tasks was starting to get inhibited. The remote <laughs> control got lost. I'm just thinking of something. Going, Siri, play Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too sexy for my car. I know that was right. Right, Fred. Fred. Yeah, yeah, it's sorry. a movie dropped us. Yeah, man, anyway, move anyway. on. So anyway, you are too sexy for your car, though. Thank you very no much. Problem. And so, for whatever reason, there was a bit of a mad furor of where's the remote, where's the remote, where's the remote? Because nothing was being played. Obviously, that playlist had finished. They wanted to put a new one on. No one could find the Apple TV remote. Now, me being sober and slightly oh, reasonably tech okay, <laughs> I picked yep. up my phone, I opened up YouTube, and I pushed it. To the Apple TV. To connect it. Yeah, connected it. Perfect. So we started listening to Celine Dion. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> that didn't go down well with the group that I was with. Um, but then it became known because my wife rat me out. Ratted me out. So um, Bloody wife. Uh, ratted me Jesus. out. So I then became, hey, Mr. DJ. Um, and started playing the best of the 60s, 70s, 80s. Wow. So you were popular. I was, but not popular <laughs> how you would think. Because believe it or not, when people get drunk and you're the person controlling the music and they know it, everyone's got a suggestion on what they should listen to. Of course. <laughs> so it was quite funny. Quite funny. But at one point there was someone who was having a birthday there. And this is, this is a story I wanted to get to. They were having a birthday, so turn the music off, and there's quite a few musicians there. So the guitar came out, and they sang happy birthday. Of course it did. Exactly. And, and I'm talking, like, seriously talented people, mm. like not me, like really talented. <laughs> um, and all of a sudden, the guitar came out, and people were singing along to that. So the stereo got forgotten, and it was just live music, which was absolutely fantastic cool. and wonderful and, and really, really good. Do you know the little black bird in the dead of night? No. No, there's a song called Maybe Black Maybe this is your rendition. It could be my rendition. <laughs> anyway, so I was sitting next to this guy and his, and his wife, and they were playing this song, and, and he goes, oh, that reminds me of a story about a little bird that I found. And I'm thinking, you've got this sort of uh, strumming, plucking, really nice melodic music, and I'm thinking he's telling me some sort of fable, some sort of, oh, you know, gather round. And he goes, and I found this bird and I went to the children. And I'm like, oh, the children. And I said to them, gather round, children, gather round. And he's like, yeah, it was like that. And I said, and he goes, and we found this bird. And he started doing the voice, which was really good that I could actually influence someone to instead of just telling a real story, to, to dramatize it a little Amp bit. it up. Yeah. And he said, and, and I brought the children round and I said, children, here is this weak, small bird. And it is weak and small. And it is need of our assistance. What shall we do, children? What shall we do? And the children said, <laughs> I don't care, Dad. And so I took this delicate, fragile bird and I ran over it with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> True story. That's not a nice story. It didn't have feathers. It was a little weak bird. He <sighs> couldn't bring himself to dispatch of it with uh, an axe or a knife or... Or take it somewhere because he said it was never going to live. Unless, of course, yeah. it received a lot of ICU yeah, okay. treatment. Yeah, I see that. I get that. Now, I've had to be the person who humanely dispatches with. And I'll admit, an I'm animal. not a fan of doing such things. No, I mean, mm. we had a chook who was, who was egg bound and, and she was in a lot of pain. So I 
removed her head, um, and I've done the same for my sister's rabbit and all that kind of stuff. And it's never a pleasant thing, but you try and make it as quick and as swift as possible so that the animal is no longer in pain. It's not the monkey's guts. It's not the monkey's guts. (laughs) But for him to then go and get the victor, fire it up, and then run this bird over, he said it was quick, and I've gone, you use the victor. On the that is the way we do it in Ukraine. <laughs> I suppose when you think about it, if um if you said I want to tell you a story about a, a two pool decapitation, you probably would have thought it was something different. So I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad he told you about the bird first. I but you could not imagine like as he was telling this story, I'm I'm expecting something sweet. I'm expecting something yeah. and this little fragile bird and we He's a we brought the cute children around and the Children just were like, oh, we don't know. So I got out the yeah. lawnmower and ran it ran over. over. <laughs> um, oh, and I found that... Disturbing. Like, disturbing, mm. but funny. <laughs> <laughs> disturbing, you know, but funny. Strangely enough, to come back to something you said before, um, mm. there was a funny episode on the latest season of Supernatural. Yes. It's been going for like 15 years now, which is a phenomenal effort for any That's TV with show. That's the brothers. The brothers. Who yep. fan the Winchester brothers. Who fan fiction are gay. Yeah, in fan fiction, yep. there's actually fan fiction stories where they're they're on together. Incestuous guy. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, there's one episode where there's some kind of a demon or a spirit or whatever that um, makes it so um, everyone has to tell the truth. Like you don't even realise you're doing it. You just whatever you say comes out as a truth. You can't it's, lie. It's the Wonder Woman rope of truth. Yeah, basically. Except hmm. the whole environment. It's everywhere. Okay. Everyone. So Dean, the older brother. Yes. Says that this is happening. It sounds like no, it isn't. He said, "Who's your favourite artist?" He goes, "Celine Dion." And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> he goes "See?" <laughs> and uh, like, no, my favourite artist is Celine Dion. I did it again. <laughs> oh, my heart will go on. Uh, I did find that very funny. It was quite clever. It is quite clever. <laughs> Speaking as, of end of the world, yes, as um, we know it, I did I'm notice that uh, that NASA are kicking in. Yes. And they got stories going around again about the fact that they're investing Ooh. in a system that will stop asteroids hitting the Earth. Right. I just love the fact that, what are we, 20, 25 years after Armageddon? Yes. Now they're saying we're going to do it. Now they're thinking to, about yeah, it. Yeah, like, if, why if now? Af- was Affleck was in Armageddon, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Bruce Willis. Yeah, if they haven't taught us anything. Liv Tyler. Oh, my Liv- aunt. She was in a prime back then. Mm. So was Bruce. Did, if that didn't teach us anything... Why were they not onto it sooner? But the thing, here's the thing that cracks me up. I actually believe that the writers of movies mm. are the ones that come up with these new systems, these new projects that NASA do. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. Because they've called this new system, right? Yes. The double asteroid redirection test. D-A-R-T. That's called DART. The DART. Like, have they just tried to, have they come up with an acronym? So, okay, we're going to call it a word. Yep. Have a call need- it DART. What can we use the words in DART? Yes. To make sure that it actually becomes DART. Yeah. Because DART sounds cool. We're we can promote darts. that. We can market that. Yeah. There's a logo already built Fucking into it. DART. 180 is what so, happens when they get rid of all the So, apparently, asteroids. it's going to be some gigantic uh, ship, beast, whatever else no, it's going to be. No, it's not. That it's will gonna- bump the asteroid off its trajectory. It's not. It's going to be a very overweight Englishman <laughs> in a loud shirt with a beer in it or a pint in one hand. Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt throwing the dart. <laughs> and some other bloke going, 180. Yeah, dart. It's I going just... to bump them off. 
apparently it's knocked just, them off their trajectory. Yeah, it's uh, see from where I see, mm. it's using the days of thunder theory. Oh, that's Rubin's son. He did Rubin's you. racing. Yeah, he didn't hit you. He didn't bump <laughs> you. He rubbed you. And Rubin's son's racing. Yeah. That was a great Tom Cruise it film. Really was Nicole Kidman, Tom Cruise. Mm. Do you know? At one point, I was. That was probably when I was eighteen, nineteen. That came out probably even a little bit earlier. I got into slot car racing, so one twenty four scale. I remember that. Yeah, because I actually had a couple of those myself for a while. Yeah, and that used to be out at uh, Camdale. Another one I went to was Devonport. Was it? Okay, there was one out of Camdale too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, it was big. It was well, I mean, it's been big since the sixties. Pretty expensive too, off memory. It wasn't cheap, and mm. I loved it. And that's like of all the things that I have sold in my life, I wish I hadn't have sold those. Can I just say for anyone listening at the moment that hasn't said these aren't like tiny little matchbox cars. No, these are one twenty fourth. So yeah. can of coke. Yeah, and they've actually got. I believe it's a little spike that are going the whatever into the the a track guide that are connect. A guide. Yeah, guide. There you go. Yes. And they would go like the clappers. It, There's another saying, go, go like, like the, the clappers. clappers. What, what the hell are the clappers? And how does it go? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, 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 oh, no, the clappers. Those, those, those little <laughs> things that you see at sporting events, the three hands. Yeah, and but the do you reckon they were around when the saying was actually put together? I think that's pretty old. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's it's go one. like the castanets. I don't know. Anyway, so well, people who do slot car race, and it was always heralded as... Scalability wise, the fastest form of motorsport. Oh yeah, yeah. Which which is yep. potentially so, true because the track size, yeah, yeah. So the track that we used to race on was fifty five meters long. Um, you could buy an international fifteen, which is a class of vehicle, um, and that would do said track in like three seconds, like done. Like so, scale that up twenty four times. It's fucking flying. Yep. Um, I had a what was it? For those playing at home, I think it was a Flexi or a Super Flexi. <laughs> That's the type of car, yeah. the class of car. And I had a 16D motor in it. Um, you, and You retain way too much knowledge yeah. of random shit that we used to do. That's true. And <laughs> I had a collector's edition Days of Thunder body. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Nicole Kidman's body? No. no oh, you mean the car? The car. Okay, yeah, cool. it was a NASCAR. Yep. NASCAR. Yeah, I'll go out and ask. Because that could have been a two-shirt decapitation. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember, fuck, I spent a thousand. I reckon I would have spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on that. They were expensive little suckers. $150 And then you buy the different parts and bits and pieces too. Extra motors, extra tyres, and then there's your track time because you've got to pay for track time. And I remember we did six-hour, 12-hour, and we even did a Le Mans 24-hour race. Do you reckon it's still around? Do you reckon people still do it? There are a couple of tracks that still exist. Um, but it was one of those things that was big. Like my my father did it in the yeah. 60s and then it, I sort of died off, I think. And then it made a resurgence in the 80s and 90s and then died off again. So I don't know whether or not it's going to go for a yeah, comeback. No. I know there are tracks around there and there there are ones that people come to you. Like if you're going to have a party, you can get this you know guy on a trailer and he comes out. Really? And, yeah, and they unfold it and there's a slot B-way car track. track. Yeah, I I actually probably ten years ago, or not quite seven years ago, I considered seriously, like priced up, how to make one for home because I missed it so much. I fucking how big a nerd's that? I am. Look, if I built that, I'd probably never be late again. But I'll leave your bum bags at the door, gentlemen. I know. You're all welcome here. <laughs> that sounds like a... 
It's the nineties version of the, the old West. <laughs> Leave your bum bags at the door, y'all. <laughs> we got some racing to do. <laughs> and I remember we did this one fucking twelve hour race and there was a crew that used to come down from Launceston because there was a very big track in Launceston as well. And they were called Bad to the Bone. And you've got to remember of this they were. it was either teenage kids or middle aged men. And I'm talking fifty plus. Right, who were, oh, I remember doing this back in the day. Um, and they Sounds fucking, like we can't remember. I think like George Pell would have enjoyed <laughs> Exactly. Hello. And and they, and you used to have, I'm, I built my own pit track. Oh, well, not pit box. So it was three stories and it held all my cars and all my bits Jesus and pieces and opened Christ up or whatever. Joe. Well, one of these guys made one, which was like serious a toolbox. Much? Yeah, fucking serious <laughs> much. He built, a, he put a car stereo in his. Holy shit. shit. And all he played for 12 hours was Bad to the Bone. So his kit has stereo in it. Yeah, true. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And But it had its own power so that he could put the car on like a dyno machine in his toolbox. So he could make sure he was getting the right revs and all that kind of stuff. I remember fucking sitting down with razor blades, because this is how it's done, disassembling the car to get the armature out. And if anyone knows about electronics, it's the bit in the middle that spins around and balancing an armature illegally because you could either have balanced <laughs> wow. or unbalanced. You could have factory balanced, yep. which was within tolerances. But if you went to all the trouble of hand shaving off parts of the metal to make sure that armature was perfectly balanced, you'd get a nanosecond extra. Jay Mather. Fucking nerd. Like. You- how I ever got laid. You cheater. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Everyone was doing it. Fucking gluing the... Or, here's the other one, gluing the magnets. Or shimming the magnets as well. What you do oh. is you take the motor out and you put <laughs> very thick tape between where the magnet attaches to the motor and lessen the space between the armature. Spun faster, got more power. Burn out quicker, but who gives a shit? Jesus. Fuck, nerd central. Wow. That's just flooding back to me like... Some sort of bad amnesia. <laughs> That's why monkeys mind monkeys. Do you know I met my wife during that phase as well? I don't reckon it was because of the slot cars. So wasn't. Like, I don't reckon I don't... she ever knew about them. She did, and maybe <laughs> she, maybe I just knew when to shut the hell up. <laughs> like, because maybe it was just your incredible good looks, Joe, and your amazing personality. You remember me from those days, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it was neither of those things. Yeah, no, I agree. It wasn't either um, of those things. Yeah. I think she might have lost a bet. True. That's probably what maybe it was. that was. Maybe that was her drug phase. <laughs> yeah, or charity work. Charity work. <laughs> charity oh. work. <laughs> maybe she was thinking, gee, if I take this guy to the MCG, I might get a free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because I have often had friends over the years who, who look at my wife or speak to my wife and say, why the fuck, Joe? Like, why? And she will give them one of probably three responses. The first one is... Fuck off. Cause he's, no, because he's got a big knob. <laughs> well, everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, the next one... That's would, why, the, where we live on South Road, yeah. it's it's downhill. It used to be level, but the weight <laughs> of the actually knob. dragged yeah. the, the road down. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Um, true story. True story. Mm. The other one That's is... why Alveston's really high. <laughs> or very light knobbed over there. <laughs> light, light knob Alveston. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I am from Light Knob. <laughs> Isn't that out of Game of Thrones? Light Knob? <laughs> Light Knob wouldn't surprise me. Little finger and Light Knob. <laughs> um, and the other one was she'll say is, oh, because he was nice and he asked. 
which gets the, oh, for fuck's sake. And if the person is being a bit of a toe rag, you know, being a bit you know, nasty, she'll go, what are you saying? You're saying I don't have good taste in men. What are you saying about me? And he gets really angry at him about it. And they're like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, really? Yeah, is that what you're saying? So, um, yes. So that's why she's with me because I'm a, I'm a delight. That's mate, what I choose I to reckon, say. I reckon there's actually a very long list of reasons why she's with you, mate, to be honest. Because mm. I've got a big knob. Yeah, I reckon that's even in the top five. No, no not at all. I know it's not. <laughs> 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 I wasn't trying to mean it that way. No, I know. Um, so there you go. That was slot car racing in the nineties. Slot car racing. Far in the out. 90s. Bring it back. I really, and I'm serious. I will try through till the last day of my life. I will still reminisce about those times. Going, gee, I wouldn't mind a track at home. Oh, I'd be good, but I'm just not sure I can find another. Oh, no, I guarantee you, I can find some like like minded nerds you could, out and there, and you have the room. Bloody oath up in the loft. Yeah. How good would that be? <laughs> Watch the power bill go through the roof. Oh, it'd be nuts. <laughs> oh, you know what else is nuts? <laughs> Got a little story for you. Yes, what? This is the monkey's nuts. This is the you. monkey's nuts? Yeah. Yes. Uh, this story actually arrived last week. Oh, hot um, off the press. It hit the uh, the interwebs. Mm. There's a. I was on uh, Reddit. Now, Reddit has a lot of different tales. People put things on there and it's... Reddit's a source of much information. Not all of it accurate. Oh, no, not at all. And definitely... Red of it. Red of it. Red of it. Red of you to say. <laughs> Reddit is just one of those places where people can just put whatever they want on it. Yes. Um, but it can be a very amusing place as well. Oh, hilarious. So there's a story that's arrived on Reddit, which has had a bit of worldwide traction on the webs, mm. uh, which a, uh, a guy turned up with his girlfriend mm. to meet the parents. Okay. And realised not that long ago, he'd actually slept with the mum. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it was the story of how he he was singing suddenly of, this street's familiar. This house seems familiar. Yeah. Oh, shit. Can you take your clothes off and so I can see if you're the real... What conversation do you have? I fucked your mum. Like, I didn't mean to... I, like, I didn't do it knowing that she was your mum. <laughs> I was just, you know, I was lonely. She was out. Was the mum still married? Uh, oh, that I don't know. Because that would have been even more awkward. Yeah. Oh, no, was the, I'm assuming no, because he's saying there's apparently where, where he lives, there's only three decent clubs in that area. Right. So a couple of months ago, it was just a rock bar, live band, all the rest of it. Yes. Drinking with some work friends. No, it's a blonde woman was glancing over a few times. So he got up, made a bit of small talk. Hello, Mrs. Asked Robinson. for a number. Um, but he couldn't leave because he was with workmates. Actually, a really cool thing. Yeah. Didn't just leave the mates. Decent bloke. Exactly. Um, didn't just follow the boobs. Yep. You know, shows that okay. some of us good men are out there. Yeah. yeah. Some of us. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they texted a little bit and nothing came of it. Nothing yeah. came <laughs> of it. Um, and apparently they ended up meeting up again. Oh. Grabbed a couple of drinks. Yes. Went home together. Mm. Um, and even though she was a lot older than what he was. Right. Obviously, she was an attractive woman. He thought nothing of it. Mm. And the quote, this is what I love. Little did he know what was to come. Oh. Mm. A little play on words. Nice, yeah. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, so a few weeks later, met his uh, 19-year-old girlfriend on Tinder. Yes. They hit right. it off. She invited him back to a place, aka mm. the parents' place. Yes. Um, With her flatmates, mum. And he realised <laughs> it was the same place as a recent hookup. Oh, shit. I don't Does think it- there'd be much worse than that. The only thing that would really be worse than that... If it was dad? 
Well, if it was dad, <laughs> I was going to say, if if you actually then decided, you know what, mother-daughter hookup. <laughs> Ooh, no. You'd have to be a brave man to do that. I, I No, you just wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit like, so this is one of those, it's one of those funny things in porn, something I've never watched. Right, okay. I heard about it from a friend. Okay. <laughs> I love it how guys have this whole, and they're a complete um, genres of porn. I'm sure. Apparently. Allegedly. Yeah. That's what this, <laughs> of... Um, Sisters, like twins. Incest. And uh, and mother-daughter. Uh, incest again. Yeah. Of which, in reality, is never going to happen. No. Why, why is would it you that, want it? Why is it that people have got this fascination with this? In, maybe it's because it's the impossible dream. But it's just weird. Dream why would, why the would, impossible Why would two dream. sisters make out with each other? Why would a mum and a daughter make out with each other? And then invite you. Unless they're in a drug haze. And think it's someone That's... else. I mean, it's just... There's so much therapy that's going to need to go into that. Oh, I just don't know. Like, you know, other people are into multiple partners. Power to you, whatever. Be your own special unicorn. <laughs> but having siblings or parents? No. That's just weird. It's like, you know, oh, yeah, bring the St. Bernard in. Oh, yeah, t- take off your barrel, son. <laughs> Jump in here. Roll out the barrel. We'll have a barrel of fun. Oh, just, I don't get it. Now, speaking of I things really that don't I get don't get, because I'm going to move swiftly away from that. <laughs> I don't know how we got onto that one, actually. That's probably what he said. Exactly. Mm. For now, for now. Now, do you know who Ash Barty is? Ash Barty. Yes. No, I do not. Okay. So she's an indigenous. Tennis star, who, congratulations to you, Ash, has just gone... Sorry, I do know. I didn't know what her first name was. Yeah. I knew Barty. There you go. She's just gone and won a Viva la France, the French Open. Hmm. The first, it's awesome. Yeah. I think the first uh, Australian, Australian woman, woman 40-odd years. since Yvonne Gulligan Cawley, hmm. who I believe... Sounds that, like she's Portuguese with these sayings, like monkeys. True that. Hmm. Now, this is taking nothing away oh, from here we Ash. Go. Nothing away from her hard work. Oh, Joe, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing taking away from her achievement. Joe. To be at that level and to win the French Open is fucking awesome. Right? Definitely. I was listening to the wireless, or the okay. radio as other people might right. call it, and it was uh, an audio grab from, it appeared to be a television show, and like a news, and I wouldn't- Like a recent audio grab? Yeah. Yep. Now, I wouldn't suggest that this was hard-hitting journalism. Right, okay. Because they went to Ash's hometown, which is uh, up in Queensland somewhere. Yep. Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> who gives a shit? But the thing is, it showed all the people who were sitting around watching the TV cheering her on. Fuck, kids were awake to watch the French Open at two in the morning or something. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> they have not helped her win. Like this whole news coverage was about these people sitting around watching a TV being happy that she won the Open. But isn't it about the good feel for the country? Give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, okay. Why don't you talk Jamie to her either. family or her friends? Oh, so her family wasn't involved. No, oh, this I was thought, just the local community of bumfuck Queensland. I thought that was like, you know, they come around to the family home or something like that, the local pub watching it or they'd... No, just the fucking 
RSL in the <laughs> bumfuck town Queensland where they've had little children stay up too late to watch some tennis. Wow. Not really newsworthy, if I'm honest. A bunch of people watch TV and watch well, the Open. Look at you go. I mean, there's a lot of people who watch the Open. No one came around to my place and said, hey, Joe. Did you watch a win? Can I say, though, yes. the one thing that I've learned out of this, and look, I don't follow tennis much these days. I used to watch it a little bit when the Aussies were in, but I haven't really followed tennis for a look, while. you probably only catch me watching a final. But in saying that, I love seeing Aussies do well anywhere, in any sport, doesn't yes. matter what it is. Um, Except- it does show, though, <laughs> that you don't have to be a little bratty arsehole to be popular in sport. You can just you go can out, do well. fucking do the hard work, get to the open, win, raise your hand up, say thanks very much. Yep. Receive the applause and the accolades and move on. Yep, don't have to hassle any umpires, don't no. have to throw any chairs, don't have to throw verbal abuse at a few spectators that have been a bit pricky about it. And you know, just do the sport. Don't even have to be on social media. Yeah. You can, but you don't have to. You know, and I mean, I just tennis is one of those things where it has a whole brat yes. thing going on. And I wonder like why, you- because I look at that sport and I don't think bad boys or girls. <laughs> Like, not bad boys, bad boys. But I just don't think that's... It's not footy. No, just... There's a lot of white in there. Yeah. And then when they lash out for the Australian Open, they wear their fluoros. Woo! and sick. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it was pretty awesome. Um, but here's the thing. I'd never heard of her until this. So she's a household name now. And as she In houses that you don't care about, apparently. In houses <laughs> of fucking... It's just like... I just... The way this article was, was just talking up the fact that people watched TV and were cheering her on. It didn't influence anything. She didn't even fucking know. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know why that that made me silly, but wow. it really Every did. Every now and then you just, those toes curl <laughs> yeah, up and just, I get angry about the weirdest just, things. Yeah. <laughs> you really do. Here's something that'll get you excited then. Oh, well, I love this one. Excellent. This This excites me to the point where um, it's like the Marvel Universe mm. is now starting to stretch out into reality as we know it and change the way things happen around us. Yes. Uh, in Iceland. Yes. Bjork country. You can now officially worship Norse gods again. Oh. They've actually, Did they ban it for a while? Well, they didn't have, they're going to have their first public temple built for, I don't know, freaking centuries. Right, yes. Where you can actually go in. And worship Thor and yes. Odin. Of course. So basically, you go in in your Marvel key, or you get your shirt, your Marvel hat. I can take my Thor's hammer off my table. I can walk in. I just, I just think it's amazing. Can I, can I just say just one little thing? Yeah. If you are going to a temple of people who truly believe in the Norse gods, yeah. and it's not just Thanks Thor and Marvel, Odin, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to look fondly upon you wearing your Marvel T-shirt. But surely they'll be like, oh, yeah, he gets it. But he doesn't get it because he thinks it's all fucking Marvel. Well, that's where they come from. Well, Odin it, and Thor. It's a bit earlier than that, in, mate. They're in Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, that's like Thor's got the hammer. I, Odin's got the big beard. He's a little bit fatter. Yeah. Yeah. I, he used to be Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's... So that's what they're going. Do you reckon they've got a screen in there where they're going and watch the Thor movies? Do you think do you reckon- Hemsworth just walks on sacred Imagine- ground? Imagine. He's just like the Messiah. Oh, my God, Joe Mather. Imagine you walk oh in. Oh, my Norse God, Joe Mather. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
And do you reckon, they, do you reckon the dance that they do at the start of every service is, whoa, do the Loki pokey? <laughs> and that's what it's all about. And when they're a bit depressed, they have Viking wings. <laughs> I, just, I thought that was exciting. I really did. I thought it was very cool. I hear you, but I think there are people who have actually worshipped the Norse gods for, I don't know, centuries? Oh, they've been around for a while. Um, nearly a thousand years, actually. Probably a bit more than that, actually, if I'm but, honest, because I've, I've been... Okay, I'll change that. It was officially recognised as a religion about a thousand years ago. Mm. Might have been around unofficially before that. Well, I think if you look at 800 AD, when the, when the Danes and the Vikings attacked or invaded England, mm. I think there was a lot of, they're not Christians, they're pagans, and they've got their, their Viking gods and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think there's a lot known about the Vikings or the Norse gods prior to that, because I'm not sure that the Danish or Viking historians were that accurate with their True. And the thing is, look, it writings. wouldn't have been officially recognised until the English said it was. Well, and that's probably <laughs> it. And that's, and that's exactly what it is. They were just pagans. Pagans, and then they went and invaded France and stuff like that. But it, look, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens outside of our country. Mm, really? And, and I'm going to flip the storyline slightly on this one. Yes. Did you know that in the Netherlands, yes, children from 12 to 16 mm. are allowed to kill themselves, or euthanize themselves, yes. with permission from a parent if the doctor agrees that their suffering is unbearable and just. If you're over 17, you don't need your parents' permission. Okay. (laughs) I just find that bizarre. They're very liberal, though. They're very liberal. And this is what I was kind of getting to. A lot of the European countries and a lot of the, um, I suppose, Russian countries and all the rest of it, they come up with all these amazing things that are so far ahead of everyone else. Yes. Um, So it might be um, gay marriage, for instance. It might be global warming, climate change. It might be all these other things. It might be universal um, income. Mm Mm-hmm. All this other stuff. Yes. Also, if you want... You can top yourself. You can top yourself. <laughs> the reason why this came out, um, there was a girl that posted just recently. Um, she was going to end her life. She was 17 and she was in the Netherlands. She was pretty troubled and all the rest of it. She had a really pretty shit upbringing. Yep. Lots of bad things happened. Um, and she did. Mm. Um, and they put it down to the fact at the time that, okay, she's in a country where she was allowed to. But then they've actually come out and said, no, she didn't actually go through- The channels. The channels. She, she did it illegally. Yeah, it was done however it was done. So it wasn't actually us. But now it's suddenly put this on the map mm. to the point where this Dutch clinic- Yes. Who actually does this has had all this influx now oh. from international people Same wanting way. to come in and say, book me in. Kevorkian style. But here's the question. Oh, far out. You want to start a- no, question no. this late in the podcast about assisted suicide. But here's the question. Yes. <laughs> Is it wrong? Is it only wrong because we believe it's wrong? Oh, for crying out loud. Is all life sacred and should people have the choice over their own demise, even yeah. though we're going to die anyway? We are. Some people just want to speed it up. It's just, but isn't it interesting? I found it intriguing. You and I... This this is a this is a question a and a topic that could never. go on for decades, and will has been going uh, yeah, on. Yeah, and there's centuries. no answer for it either. There is no answer. Um, there are many things though that we believe are bad and wrong. Yes, just because we're not brought up to believe it's right. That's true, and that can be a gazillion things. Eating dog, 
Eating dog. Exactly. When come, we've spoken about it's food a before. Yeah, you know, like um, Japanese, whales. for instance, they love their whales. Yes. <laughs> you know, I've, I've put a proposition forward. Yes. That they could invest in farming whale. Big farm, though. It would be a big farm. Yeah, big farm. To be Pacific, oh. it would be very big. <laughs> 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 nice, nice. Mind you, I know there's, there's one European country, and it might be Sweden. And I've done a South Road Boys worth of research, by mm-hmm. the way. So just put that into context. That has got so much problems with people trafficking, with prostitution and things like that. You're not driving many cars. No. Yeah. What they've decided to do is the prostitution they've made illegal, but the person that they charge is the person purchasing the services. Okay, so not the people organising the services or providing the services. Not the the women who, and it's generally women. It's not just, I mean, look, there are men, but I would suggest 95, 98% of all prostitution is women selling themselves. Um, So not if it was drugs, it's not the dealer. It's not the maker. It's the taker. Well, no, but the the dealer and the maker would also be charged, but also the taker. So in this particular instance, it's not the girl who gets raked over the coals. It is the person procuring those services to the point where they have almost eradicated prostitution because there is such a fear of it's a it's considered a class one felony, like it's not just uh, you know a slap on a wrist and a no fine. No pun it intended. Is, it's right up there. It's right up there. Mm. Right up there. Yeah. And so the gangs and the organised prostitution rings and stuff like that have just seen it too much work to be able to set up shop really? in those countries. Yeah, that's impressive. Once again. Different attitudes and forward-thinking plans or different plans in different countries. And that's sometimes you need to look at going, well, this is – and this is what they say to people who go to Alcoholics Anonymous or Drugs Anonymous and stuff like that. Your best thinking has got you here. Let's just do something different. And let's see if we can get a different outcome. And that's what they've decided to do. This could have fallen on its ass and never worked. But you know what? For them, it's worked. But it probably wouldn't have been any worse. Couldn't have been any fucking worse. Hmm. So better than ever, you know, sometimes it's okay, but most of the time, try something different. It's only weird the first time. It's only weird the first time. That's good. It's actually a great saying. That's like listening to the South Road Boys. It's only weird the first time. Oh. Isn't it? I reckon for any of our roadies who have listened to every episode, it's pretty weird most of the time. (laughs) Quick throw in. Um, Oh. Deadpool. Deadpool. That's what she said. Deadpool. Yes. Celebrity Deadpool list. Hmm. No deaths. No, not for me It was still one all. One all. One all. With a couple trailing behind on no deaths at all. But I did find out some information this week. Oh, shit. Go. William Shatner. Shat himself. Captain <laughs> Captain Kirk, or yes. ex-Captain Kirk, Yes. suffers from sleep apnea. Oh, and suddenly, fuck. I have suddenly thought, sleep apnea. He was a good pick. Yeah, absolutely. Unless, of course, mm. he's got a nebulizer. Well, he was advertising a machine for sleep apnea. Oh, okay. With the thing saying... I've suffered from sleep apnea for years, and this is a great thing, and it helps me sleep, and I'm thinking, you're going to die. Well, no, because if he's using a nebulizer and it helps him with his sleep apnea, that's not going to be part and parcel of his early demise. Maybe being slightly overweight, that's probably going to be there. Look, I still reckon there's a chance. It's a better chance than if he didn't have it. I reckon my Vera What if he forgets? What if he he forgets to take his machine somewhere? Uh, True. Yeah. Goes like a Comic-Con. Yeah. Doesn't take it. Mm-hmm. Swallows his own tongue. Yep. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> nice. Mind you, I still reckon my Vera Lynn on 102, that's a pretty good... Pretty Mate, she won't go until about 107. Oh, fuck. 
You're probably right. Vera Lynn's probably a vampire. Oh. Mm. That's possible. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Speaking of people who are and aren't vampires. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the worst segue how, ever. How long do you reckon the wisdom of thoughtful Troy, how, out, how far outstretched and outreaching do you think that permeates? Because I've heard oh, he's got a lot of reach. I've heard people talking about it. Have you? Oh, I have. Really? And, was, and, was this at a party? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, no. Just right. people going. I like that. Right. On. That's good. Good. Gives me things to think about. That's that's what he's there for. And I appreciate it's it. Changing the universe one thought at a time. That's a t-shirt. Oh, definitely, isn't it? <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is he in. ready? Oh, yeah. Because. <laughs> We are separate people. It's like a different person. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? Huh, it really is. It's we're, like we're, like, we're like one, but not. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. This week I received an electronic mail... From Stefan and Nikola Novak in Croatia. Croatia. Lord of thoughtfulness. We are not after your advice. In fact, we're in need of your reach across the world. Our daughter Marina was taken by Russian terrorists in January, and we haven't seen her since. Please can you use your positive influence on the universe to bring her home to us. Stefan and Nikola, my thoughtfulnesses and, and prayernesses are with you <laughs> in this terrible time. <laughs> Luckily, I have a tremendous following in many Croatian regions, and I'll reach out to those followers just for you. Let it be known that I understand exactly how you're feeling and what you're going through, for I too had an alarmingly similar situation three short years ago. I was visiting my followers on the island of Madagascar. <laughs> And while I was there, in the school of thoughtfulness that I fund, there was a kidnapping. There was such panic, but as soon as the child woke, everything was okay again. <laughs> Find happiness in the fact that you did not have to suffer as badly as I did in that moment. Thank you, and bless. <laughs> oh, it just gets... Any... Incredible. Incredulistic. I know. It's a big word. That's what she said. Big word. Big word. That's a code. <laughs> it's not code. It's always code. It's never code. <laughs> <laughs> On that, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. That's code. And it's we not. are the South Road Boys. <laughs> we certainly are. <laughs> 